Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike. With Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I told you that uh, we were going to be spending some time setting our sights on Michigan, specifically Lansing, Michigan, where Governor Gretchen Whitmore right now is uh, addressing the media and addressing the public. She uh, began those comments by, uh, you know, talking a bit about and responding to the uh, announcement of charges filed against a group of those uh, accused of plotting to not only kidnap the governor, but overthrow the state government. This is out of a movie. I'm going to share with you some of the details uh, from the charging documents here in just a moment. But uh, I'll tell you that uh, this this press conference here that she is hosting right now has taken an interesting turn. It started uh, by you know a simple response to uh, the you know, the FBI's work in thwarting this plot to kidnap her, uh, and then it has since uh, changed course and is now a pretty lengthy uh, attack on the president of the United States, somehow uh, roping him into uh, this storyline. So we're going to follow that, and as she uh, concludes her remarks, do what we can to uh, to play for you some of the audio and some of her remarks. Uh, and but 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 before we get to that, let me share with you uh, some of the details uh, that make up this story. The FBI says that it has thwarted what it described as a plot to violently overthrow the government and kidnap the governor, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, this alleged plot, and again, we have to say this, it is, it is uh, simply an allegation. Every time we have, uh, say, U.S. Attorney John Huber here, as he has announced charges filed against uh, someone, it's always an allegation, and those uh, who are alleged to have committed crimes uh, are always, uh, as you well know, innocent until and unless proven guilty. And that is the case here. And the U.S. attorney, uh, Andrew Burge, who we'll hear from in just a moment, uh, made that very clear. And so remember that, that uh, you know justice still has to be uh, served in this case. And everything I'm describing is merely an allegation. Uh, but the allegations are serious. And the alleged plot involved reaching out to members of a militia in Michigan. This is all, again, according to uh, a federal affidavit which was uh, made public today. The details in there are, are startling. They talk about uh, training that had uh, been undertaken. There, there were Molotov cocktails. The, the, the plan was, according to this document, was for uh, these, these individuals uh, assembled together in their group with the belief that the government ought be overthrown. Uh, they were training and plotting and planning as a way to uh, disarm the first line of defense, uh, if you will, at the governor's mansion or at her summer home or wherever they may uh, seek to to kidnap her, uh, they would uh, disarm and neutralize the the first arm of defense uh, from with Molotov cocktails, and so they were practicing with that. They were improvised explosive devices that were being uh, crafted and created according to these documents, and and a very specific plan to. While the 
governor was in some sort of uh, vulnerable state, moving from this place to that, that they would kidnap her, uh, take her to, I believe, uh, Wisconsin, where she would then stand trial for treason before the November 3rd election. Now, what does that mean? What what does all that mean? Let's not try to understand the minds of uh, madmen and women, so I won't even try to speculate uh, as to their rationale. I'll I'll let you hear now from uh, U.S. Attorney Andrew Burge. He, again, is the the U.S. attorney who filed uh, this document that walks through uh, these charges, conspiracy uh, to kidnap, and it talks about uh, some of the attempted recruitment practices of this militia group and others. Oh, listen, before we get to Burge, you might be wondering, well, how do we know all this? Well, very luckily, uh, the FBI <clears throat> was able to insert into this group uh, an informant, if you will. And some of the meetings that have taken place uh, amongst this group of six who've been arrested and others who are involved as well uh, have been recorded. Yeah, the... <laughs> There was an informant in there. He was wearing a wire, which is interesting, uh, and I bet pretty stressful for this informant because one of the events described uh, by the U.S. attorney in this case involves a meeting which took place underneath a storefront, which is accessible via a trap door, and before before those assembled for that meeting were able to go underground and have their secret basement uh, uh, <laughs> trap door meeting, they had to place all of their uh, they had to place all of their cell phones in a basket, and then that basket was taken to uh, some other location so they wouldn't be tracked. Right? Well, uh, you didn't account uh, for someone in the midst of your group thinking that uh, maybe this is a bad idea, and maybe someone ought to kick down your door and put an end to all this nonsense uh, for the good of the governor and for good of the state uh, and for the good of us all. Here is from uh, a press event here just this morning from Michigan, U.S. Attorney Andrew Burge uh, talking about what the FBI did uh, and their arrests. Last night, the FBI and Michigan State Police arrested six individuals charged in a federal complaint with conspiring to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Those are real words. That wasn't a clip from a movie. That wasn't some uh, scene invented now, that, that is an actual U.S. attorney describing actual charges filed against actual individuals accused of plotting to kidnap the governor of a U.S. state. It's mind-blowing. The U.S. attorney continued saying uh, how the authorities first learned of the plot and that it was by social media. Through confidential sources, undercover agents, and clandestine recordings, law enforcement learned particular individuals were planning to kidnap the governor. Yeah. Yeah, they use Facebook groups. Again, according to the uh the the allegations in these documents here, in this affidavit. It's wild stuff. The US attorney continued, uh there are a number of individuals who uh have been arrested, but two of the suspects, an Adam Fox and a Barry Croft, uh are are repeatedly mentioned as uh you know, some of the leaders of this effort in the uh in the document here. And U.S. Attorney Burge speaks about these two. Fox and Croft, in particular, according to the complaint, discussed detonating explosive devices to divert police from the area of the home. And Fox even inspected the underside of a Michigan highway bridge for places to seat an explosive. 
Now, we're still combing through the response by uh, Governor Whitmer. She uh, took to the, the, the microphone for a time and read off a prepared statement, uh, and that just uh, happened live. And we're combing through that to see uh, exactly what it was she said in response to this plot. And in just a moment, uh, I think I have, uh, thanks to producer Amy, uh, some of the words from the, the governor here. Here she is uh, talking uh, about, well, here it is. This is, this is uh, Governor Whitmer's response uh, to this plot against her. When I put my hand on the Bible and took the oath of office 22 months ago, I knew this job would be hard. But I'll be honest, I never could have imagined anything like this. I want to start by saying thank you to our law enforcement. Thank you to the fearless FBI agents. Thanks is also due uh, and owed, I believe, you know, should this all uh, in the justice system prove to be something that really happened, a plot that was really being planned, and that there was a group of individuals, co-conspirators together, uh, plotting to uh, kidnap the governor and overthrow the government. Uh, Thanks is also due uh, to that informant. In fact, I think there are two informants mentioned in the documents that I have read. That is someone who is willing to put themselves at risk in the midst of a group of people who had already demonstrated a willingness and a capacity to do great harm to others. They waded right into the middle of that uh, in pursuit of justice. And, uh, you know, in the in the documents, they're only identified as CHS 1 and CHS 2. Uh, but whoever CHS 1 and 2 are, uh, you did you did good. It gets back to that. If you see something, say something. We're not, you know, running around looking for, uh, looking to to rat on our neighbors and such. But there are instances where people can do very bad things. And if you are one who witnesses some inkling or some evidence of these very bad things on the horizon, uh, as was the case for CHS1 and CHS2, uh, you do have, we have, uh, a duty to to speak up. So my thanks to them, and uh, I am glad, regardless of politics or anything like that, that uh, the governor and her family uh, remain safe thanks to the good work of all involved. All right, quick break, and when we return, we are going to dive in headfirst into the great and historic debate which took place on the campus of the University of Utah just last night, the one and only vice presidential debate of this election cycle. We're jumping into it deep next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this it's KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.